In the gym and in the car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates We host events and go to clubs But most of all we're still in love Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers Podcast. My name's Mr. H. And I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode 162. Okay. Does it mean something? It does mean something. It is the one that came after episode 161 <laughs> and the one that comes before episode 163. That's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking and it's a lot of numbers. I'm amazed I was able to get that out of my gob. I'm without... amazed anyone's listened. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. We've got some quality material for you <laughs> <Maybe>. today. <laughs> Mostly talking about the number of the episode. All filler, no killer. Definitely today. That's me, babe. Yeah, thanks. So before we jump into the main thrust of the episode today, mm -hmm. life updates. How's it going, Mrs. H? Biblically shit. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's a hellscape. Okay, so let's, let's break right, this let's down. let's wind it back a bit. It's not. Obviously, I'm very grateful that I'm still here and everyone's still okay. But this week has been a bit poop. Uh, 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 I'm just tired. I'm generally tired. Life is... Is being exhausting. I like the way you went to a bit gold with me. Uh, I did uh, look. Back. Oh, uh, um, there's uh, stuff going on at work, and I'm having to um, <laughs> um, work late. Oh, uh, yeah. that's pretty much the sum of it, right? Lots of shit going yeah. down at work for you. Dad's and still dossing around in the hospital. He is. He's getting royally fed up of it. <laughs> I think it's fair to say, after what eight weeks or something in the yeah. hospital, he is royally fucked off. He really is. I don't know why I'm using the word royally. Oh, no. it's, it's, he's not a royal bunny stretch of imagination. Yeah, bless him. But he's hopefully coming home this week. Yeah, so he's still alive. Yes, he is. Which, which bodes well, but he is coming home with a lot more care. So, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's going to be a challenge, but at least he gets to spend some time at home. Yeah. And uh, in an environment that's his own, rather than being in a hospital bed all this time. Where there's old men showing their willies every two minutes. There does seem to be that. And there was also a guy stroking a support fake cat. Oh, I don't know what that was about. I don't know if it was like a roadkill thing or something. It did look like it was roadkill. It was the, the chap in the bed next to your dad. He he was stroking this. I thought it was a genuine cat for a moment. And then I, as we got closer. No, it was a weird cuddly toy. It was, it was a weird cuddly toy, but it looked like the weird cuddly toy had been run over at some point. My first roadkill. It was a bit that way. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the good news is that he's coming home. Uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to need to change mm. to make sure that he's okay um, or looked after. So plenty of visits and all that sort of stuff going yeah. on. But also with work, you've had a biblically shit time of it. So you've yeah. been coming home absolutely fucking shattered. Yes. Yes, that's about the sum of it. I think that is yeah. about the sum of it. I'm that's tired. Yeah, you're tired. So this this may well end up being a 10 minute or 20 minute oh, no. episode just just while we we scrape through to provide you with um, fortnightly entertainment to keep you busy and occupied. I mean, fortnight has been a big part of my life. That's fortnight. I think your your days have typically been get in, have tea, you know, have tea ready for you. Fall asleep, practically eating my tea. Yeah, then you normally have a drink at this point because yeah. that gets you through the day and then you play fortnight yeah. for, for a few hours with Secret Stag and Secret Vixen yeah. and myself. And it pretty much, and then it's bedtime and that's yeah. it. And then it's repeat, get up early the next day, <laughs> Basically. go to work, have a biblically shit day, come home, have your meal with your drink, play some yeah. Fortnite and then go to bed. And that's pretty ah. much been the sum of it. So it's, but we've had some, some minor breaks. We were able to catch up with some really good friends mm. uh, and go out for a nice meal. And that was really lovely. So, hey, Fresh 84. Hey, it's you guys. We caught up with you recently. That was nice. We did. Got to sort of catch up on the gossip and see what they've been up to. I think I think they're off on holiday or something at some point, which will be nice. Uh, I hope they have a nice time. PTI. <laughs> well, there we go. Look out for them there. Yeah, but what did I think PTI stood for? Go on then. Public. Wait, uh, I can't even remember. Was public it public displays of intimacy? Displays of indecency. Indecency. And apparently it's not. It's Okay. <laughs> Okay. So this has been an interesting uh, yeah. diversion. But yeah, so it was really lovely to catch up with them and take an evening out. But I think by the time we got to like midnight, you mm. were absolutely dead on your feet. Yeah, that's and I me. I think that's been the way. 
We've also got Southampton Pride coming up, so we're really looking forward to that. Oh, I'm another looking week forward or so. to it. I really am looking forward to it because it is a, a fabulous time of year, and it's um it's important to me. It's well, it's really important to both of yeah. us then that we represent the community and that we do our bit for our LGBTQ plus friends mm. and colleagues and loved ones, yeah. and also it's a good old fun time. Yeah. It's brilliant. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. But that's a good while away. Hopefully we're going to sort some work stuff out in the meantime. We're going to get your dad settled in and we're going to have time to just chill out and catch up with people and that yeah. sort of stuff. I think that's the plan, right? Mm. So let's get into this episode. Okay. <laughs> so in our last edition episode, whatever you want to call it, we talked a little bit about our going Dutch adventures and talked about what we did over the course of the weekend. And then we said that we were going to cover some of the stuff that happened. <laughs> yes, we did. So there are a few bits. So please bear with us as we attempt to describe what's gone on, because there are a few bits for various reasons that we have to cut out. Oh, okay. <laughs> that we cannot tell the public. So therefore, you know, we're going to be a little bit fast and loose with this. So if it sounds like there's a little bit of the story missing, maybe there is. It could just be our really piss poor storytelling. So that's my sort of warning for how this might come across. Fast and loose like your pants. Fast and loose like my tongue. Woof. <laughs> I like a lady with sideburns giving you something to hang on to. Woof. I couldn't even say that properly. That's how bad it is at the moment. Right. Anyways. So we were, let's, let's cut straight into Saturday night and we are at Fun for Two. We're in or near Amsterdam or wherever it is. And that's the quaint windmilly one. That's the quaint Moulin Rougey one. Yes, yes, yes. That's Saturday night. It's all really busy in there. It's yeah. really lovely. We're having, we've had some food, we've had some drinks mm. and we're surrounded by people that we know, which is lovely. In fact, we're surrounded by Max and Mayborn, Secret Stag and Secret Vixen. Yeah. Who are all going to guest feature in this, these stories? They're not actually on <laughs> air with us. We don't have Whether the, they like it or not. we don't have the budget for that kind of shit, <laughs> but they're going to be talked about. So we've asked for their permission and they've said probably as long as you don't slag us off. So I'd say if I would. <laughs> I mean, well, I can't. I can't vouch for you. Just well, like well, check well, anyone under a bus. What? What? This, this is under a windmill. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the non-working ones. Imagine really getting many. caught in a windmill. Um, yes, let's imagine that. Like a fast-moving windmill. Uh, okay. Where its How rotors are, you... are going round. And it Maybe lifts you into like the air. that's more like helicoptery, isn't it? Yes, it is. I think <laughs> you're confusing the two. Anyway, back to fun for two, Mrs. H. Yes, yes, yes. Look, my mind's like a flipping... I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like a colander full of bees. Bees? Yes. Buzzing around, all going in different directions. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a horrible analogy, <laughs> but actually quite apt. Yes. Mm. Not one of those fucking bees can use a sat-nav or a map. <laughs> now, why are you bringing my map reading into it? Because they're all going in different directions. Goodness me. But anyway, yes. on Saturday night in Fun for Two, so at a certain point it was getting quite late and we all decided that we were going to, because people were starting to make out a little bit, it was all getting a bit flirty, right? Absolutely. There was lots of kissing yeah. because we're all sitting up on the little mezzanine bit that overlooks the dance floor. Yep. And there was, um, I think at one point you you gave me some kind of kissing challenge, I seem to recall. Yep. Yeah. And I fulfilled that. Yeah. Excellent. Work me. What was the challenge? To go and kiss everybody in our group. And originally you said in less than 60 seconds and I told you to fuck off because that was unrealistic. Not even <laughs> I'm that good. I mean, you maybe. <laughs> we know what you're like. It was a quality service. <laughs> um, however, you gave me a challenge to to make out with everyone in the group uh, in an allotted time. So I did. Good. Yeah. How was that? Excellent. Fantastic. I mean, I don't know if it was excellent for them. But... <laughs> no. But me standing next to you with a timer probably didn't help the experience. No. But actually, I think I was setting a few challenges throughout the course of that evening to various people. Were you here? Yeah. Well, it was, Did you I was, challenge? I, I think I challenged uh, Secret Vixen to make out with the lovely Max. I think you gave her the same challenge and I had to beat her and I did. Yeah. Well, did you? I don't know. Yes, I, I did. I can neither confirm. Absolutely I did. Nor deny mm -hmm. what may have happened with this. I did. Anyway, we, we all decided that actually it'd be really good to go off to a playroom. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, we had already done um, a nice little circuit of the club earlier in the evening when we had a little tour. Um, and at that point, obviously not a lot of the rooms were in use, so it all looked quite 
yeah, easy to get into these rooms. <laughs> but come the time of night when we decided to go and find a room for six of us, turns out there wasn't much room at the inn. <laughs> <laughs> and by much room, I mean any room <laughs> apart from one room, one remaining room. Well, I don't think we, we, we explored the mostly the sort of little miniature village area. I don't remember. Because that's fairly near where we were. But no, I did go on a little um, a little recce with Mabel and we okay. went to look to see if we could find a room, you know, further along where the wet facilities are and you've got like that little bohemian bit yeah. with all the little tents and things. We went over there to have a look and it all was right. rammed, absolutely okay. frigging rammed. <laughs> so we came all the way back and we looked at all the rooms on the way past and they were all rammed as well. So we did go on a little circuit to try and find something a bit more suitable for six people and we just couldn't find anything. So we did end up in the little sort of villagey bit that's in there, we which did. is kind of like a. It fe- I always feel that 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 feels it's like a Legoland. Bit, to it me. is a bit, yeah, like a sort of <laughs> model village. Yeah, it's gonna kind of got that vibe to it, and it feels quite sort of bohemian as well. Oh, it's cute. The cute little really doors nice. and windows there. Anyway, we found one room that was spare, so we all sort of jumped into this room, and this room was not very big at all. Oh my God. It was. It had a real slanty, funny little ceiling as well. Um, so you could, you could sort of more or less stand up in one part of the room, but the other part you had to, you had to lie down because you would have banged your head. Yeah. I don't think it was any wider than like the, the, the total height of me. <laughs> like, I don't think I could have laid How fully many Mr. Outst- H's could you fit in it side by side? <laughs> I reckon you could probably fit. Five. Eight. I'm no. going to say eight. Eight me side by side. If That's you weren't t- moving. If I weren't moving and... All right. And we weren't standing up. <laughs> and we may have to pull our broad shoulders up right, a little bit. Okay. To, to, but, but, you know, I think you'd love mm-hmm. that pile nonetheless. I mean, you'd be jumping yeah. all over that shit. Of course, yeah. But I think, yeah, eight me's, it, that gives you any context as to the size of it. It was um, it was quite small. But it was, it was big enough for all of us, but half of us couldn't stand up. <laughs> now, the one thing that I do want to say is actually mm. Max and Mabel coming along to this room, right? Yeah. Now, throughout the last few events that we've had, they've often been invited to the room, <laughs> but they always seem to go fucking missing when it's due to due to be time to yeah to will things start kicking off really? The right? number of times we sent a little search party out for them and they've been nowhere to be found somehow, been yeah, missing in action. There's always like an incident that happens to them yeah, that means they're not I don't know available. What happens to them. So this time, I think we we had people on guard duty to ensure that they they couldn't disappear. Have you got eyes on Max and Mabel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were with us the whole night, to be fair, so it would have been difficult to lose them. Um, but for once, they were where they were supposed to be at the right time in the right place. And they were in the room with us. So we all pile into this room. And what we discover within about 18 seconds of being in there, that it is fucking hot. It's sexy, hot. of course, but it is boiling hot. It's really, 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 really hot. And I don't know if... if um, Actually, I'm not going to say it. Mabel is always very hot. <laughs> like she runs hot. Yeah. Like I've, I, all the time I've known her, she's always, I'm too hot. I can't wear this. I can't wear that. She was hot and she was extra hot. Conversely, Max is always cold. And I think oh, I that he was warm at this point, which gives you some yeah, sort that's of his, concept. That's the barometer, isn't it? Yeah. If he's warm. It must be stifling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and he's not, um he's not a short dude. No. Like, you know, I don't know how many uh, maxes you'd get in that room <laughs> side by three. side. Three. three. You'd have to do them lengthways. Yeah, definitely. He is tall. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, we all started playing. Now, I want you to tell me a little bit about this. What was going on? Well, there wasn't room for everyone to lie down, for one, comfortably. Okay. So only a certain number of people could lie down at any given time, <laughs> uh, which naturally led to the people who couldn't quite fit lying down had no choice really but to kind of be um, on top of people or okay. up and around people. Like a really <laughs> sexy game of sardines. Kind of, yeah. I've never played sardines, but is it where you're sandwiched in together in a wardrobe? Yeah, basically. Do you have to go in a wardrobe? No, I think you. it's just a, I don't know if it's where a wardrobe Where have I got the wardrobe space. involved then? Typical sardines. I mean, I guess there might be variants. Like I don't in know. a tin? Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so some people were laying down. You were one of them. For some reason, you managed to lie down the whole time. It's because I'm quite compact. No, it's because you were just deciding to lord it up on the bed and lie down and have people do stuff to you. How terrible for me. Mm. 
Anyway, you were one of a chosen few that got to lay down. <laughs> I'm going to say that I didn't start laying down. I think I started kissing Secret Vixen and then she turned me around and laid me down. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put the blame firmly in her camp. Why not, eh? Well, I, I get the sense that I'm going to take some flack later on as some of these stories oh, develop. So, foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing. Teasing. So I, I reckon that it was her that Got did this. Got to take this. the wins where you can, right? Yeah. Sure. Because, Try one for the best then. Because very quickly, she started going down on me. Very quickly? Well, well she like, quickly went down on you or? No, I think within, like, within not very much, much time, time elapsed, right. having lapsed. <laughs> there was no, there wasn't like a level of, like, there wasn't like super speed. Right. <laughs> Like a, an Olympic sport? No, it wasn't like an How Olympic... How quickly can you nosh someone off? No, it wasn't wasn't like that. All right. But it, it was really hot because she was doing that. Yeah. Um, and lots of lots of really sexy eye contact, but also around the sort of peripheral vision, I could see all sorts of naughty things what going on. What else did you see? Well, you were doing stuff for what starters. What was I doing? Well, I was think... Was I lying down? I think you were making out with people quite a bit. No. I know, this is true. I was lying down, actually. I can tell you I was lying down because Secret Stag was uh, going down on me. Oh, okay. So I was lying down at one point. At one point. <laughs> then what else happened? Tell me about it. Uh, so he went down on me and with with a, a favourable outcome. With a favourable outcome? <laughs> you know, I can't say these things. You can say this. Fine. He made me come. All right. All right. Which was no mean feat because it was fucking hot in that room. <laughs> <laughs> However he did. And whilst that was happening, I was kissing Mabel. Yeah. I was also kissing Max. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was doing that. There was lots of kissing. Mm -hmm. um, but mainly Mabel, for some reason. I think she was just closer to me. <laughs> I mean, we both <laughs> ah, nice the kiss, path so. of convenience. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, I mean, you were just like carrying on constantly with, with uh, Secret Vixen. And, you know, it could be because of logistics. You couldn't move around in the room. Who knows? <laughs> I think there was there was a point where we were literally, we had like a line of yeah. space. So it was kind of whatever happened had to happen within that line of space. And there was no real movement. Uh, That's certainly going to be my excuse at this stage. <laughs> You'll stick into it. So I was, um, I was lying there and I was kissing Mabel and Secret Stag was going down on me. And I noticed some people came into the room mm -hmm. because so these these doorways to the rooms weren't lockable i think if i'm recalling this correctly there were little curtains that you could pull across or yep. drapes but you couldn't shut the door um and certainly the curtains weren't particularly um <laughs> good at blocking things out so you could just pull them aside anyway and i noticed two or three people came into the room and now, to be fair, there wasn't really much space in the room, so we couldn't go very far, but they loitered in the doorway. <laughs> there was like a little tiny, a like tiny half metre corridor, I suppose, yeah. before you got to like a, it was like a mattressy kind of floored area, basically. Where yeah, we were I mean, at. it was nice. It was all red yeah. and there were like handy little shelves dotted around and the light was nice. It, it was a nice room. It was just very small. Yeah. Anyway, they came in and I was lying down and I could see them. And I think at one point, one of our party kind of said, oh, no, private. And so they didn't do anything or try and involve themselves, but they still hung around in the doorway for a few minutes. And I noticed that the woman standing in the doorway was um, really clearly turned on by what she was seeing because she started, she started playing with herself while she was standing in the doorway. And for a fleeting minute, I think I thought that was actually really hot. And I've never really thought about that before. We don't normally put ourselves in positions whereby we're being watched that much by, by strangers. Yeah. You know, possibly by our own friends, parties, whatever, but we don't normally put ourselves into a position to be watched. It's not our dynamic, really, is it? Not we normally generally. take ourselves off somewhere private. Yeah, I think, I mean, my preference tends to be that I don't mind being showy in front of friends yeah, or, exactly. or people that I... I am aware of, I, like yeah. I know, uh, albeit sort of peripherally know, yeah. Um, but I don't tend to to enjoy putting on a show for people I don't know. And I think that for me stems back to probably one of the first events we went to mm. where that old chap sort of that sat down and watched. That man with his cane. Yeah, just sat on the bed and just watched me 
like sort of receiving head. head from you. Like and sort of like close, I closed my eyes for a second and opened them and he was like literally staring over me. So I think there is a little bit of like reticence. Your PTSD for it. Yeah. So I'm still traumatised by the creepy Judder man that was at that event. But so as a result, I don't tend to go for that. But it's interesting because this really sparked something in you. Because when we're chatting about it, it's mm. something that you've mentioned a few times. Yeah, I remember it being something that I wouldn't go seeking it out. And I'm I'm not saying I would want that to happen a lot, but it was quite interesting in the moment to to know that whatever it was that we were doing was was having an effect on someone. So what was happening to you while this was going on? A secret stag was going down on me. So there you are lording it up mm. and then... So you're getting your own sort of servicing, for yeah. one of the phrase, and you're looking at, and then you've got your own sort of private audience. Yeah, and I think for one moment I kind of like made eye contact with the the lady. Uh, I found that quite quite nice. Okay. Yeah. So what was going on in your head at this point? Well, as you know, my preference, if I was to look at pornographic stuff, would be anyway to seek out the voyeuristic kind of porn anyway. Well, or tentacles, either one. <laughs> Voyeuristic tentacles, very niche. <laughs> <laughs> tentacles with binoculars. Um, well, I mean, the tentacle thing is a separate thing. It's okay, nothing right. to do with voyeurism, okay? okay. That, that's yes, just I a know. separate thing. I was aware of that. Right, cool. Um, however, my, my tendency is probably to seek the voyeuristic kind of watched, being watched, seeing something you're not supposed to, kind of clandestine stuff. Yep. Uh, as opposed to just watching people fuck. That's yep. not really something that appeals to me. So I think it kind of, it, it brought out that, that that part of my mind that goes into the fantasies and the imagination of what it's like to be watched or watch someone. But where you lying there thinking, oh, I wish I was there so I could watch me be. Oh, I wish I was standing by the doorway. It's really cool over there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's like 80% less humid. <laughs> There's a slight breeze. There's a coming little from, breeze coming yeah. through the curtains. She could waft the curtain. No, <laughs> um, no and I, I wasn't really interested in the, um, the, the bloke that was stood next to her. Particularly, I was, it, it was mainly the woman that came in the room that started masturbating that kind of And that's did, quite... Quite rare, I suppose. You don't yeah. often, like, if you go to a club and there's Right, you tend guys. to think of a, a, a dude, and I apologise if this is just given a blanket kind of, you know, aspersion on things, but it genuinely is seen a, a dude jerking off. Yeah. Watching people in an orgy room, maybe. You don't normally hear about or see women doing that. No. And I, I enjoy that. So uh, that really turned me on. Okay, cool. Mm. So is that I something... Think, I think Secret Stag might have clocked it as well. Uh... Well, I think he must have done because I, 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 I think I heard him say, <laughs> um, Was it like Kenny from South Park? No. <laughs> uh, and mysteriously, you can always understand what he's saying. But <laughs> no, um, I think he did clock that as well. Um, but to be fair, we share many a, a little a secret scroll talk about watching and things anyway. So he could probably relate to it. However, we didn't invite them to stay in the room and we kind of shooed them out because... Literally with a shoe. <laughs> no, it'd be a clog because we're in Holland. Okay. Um, however, it wasn't um, it wasn't a room that we wanted other people in, so... It's not a room that could have fit other people. It was really designed no. for four tops, I think. Not yeah. four tops because that would be the really strange. <laughs> <laughs> not the four tops or four tops because you'd need some bottoms some in there. Some live music yeah. as well in there. <laughs> exactly. But I... So... We kind of moved them onwards. Um, and what, what happened next with you? Uh, I'll tell you what happened next. Tell me for why. Um, I then decided it was fucking hot lying down. So I decided to sit up a bit. And then I switched around a bit. And I think Mabel went over and started giving Secret Stag some attention. Mm -hmm. And so I turned my attention to Max. Okay. Mm. And I went down on him. Oh. Yeah. How very naughty of you. Well, maybe. It was very naughty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he seemed to enjoy it. He certainly did seem to enjoy it. So did you see what was going on with me at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm always vaguely aware. When, I mean, you and the Secret Vixen playing is, is not a new thing for me anymore. And so I'm probably less needing to keep looking over at what you're doing when we're in a group play situation because it's generally speaking the same pattern of things like you go down on her and she goes down on you and you fuck each other and yeah. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, we, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of those things was happening, I, right? I think, I think that pretty much is what <laughs> happened. So I started to fuck her right. from behind. But I think because of the space, yeah. because she's a tall girl. Mm. So, and there was not much space in this no. area. So I think there was this really awkward kind of over the top of people <laughs> kind of thing going on. Yeah, maybe. There was there was quite a lot of sort of spreading out and but you couldn't really get any there was there was no room to work at all. No, so we just no purchase. No purchase no at Roy all. Bloody purchase. So I, I do remember sort of one point splaying out over somebody, which was quite funny. For um, you or for that? <laughs> everyone involved. I think everyone enjoyed themselves. All right. But ultimately it was like this really hot scenario where all of this stuff was going on and it, you could see sort of because the lights were really um, they were like sort of dark reddish and purpley mm. mm. and because it was quite hot, it did feel quite hot and steamy and mm. and it was this real sort of sexy moment. Definitely. So I think that that kind of wrap thing, we sort of wrap things up. Maybe because we were going to die of heat. Talking of wrapping things up. <laughs> oh, gross. You are disgusting. I'm not disgusting. You right? absolute so, bin troll. Well, so... So Secret Vixen is is standing up at this uh-huh. point. We've all we've all been done, and I've I've literally taken the condom off, mm. and I've had a wet wipe and cleaned myself up because you know not a monster and all this sort of stuff. You and your bloody wet wipes. I, I don't like being sticky. It's oh, just I know. Uh, it's <laughs> like a thing, isn't it? So I'd already disposed of the wet wipe, and then she like holds her hands open mm. to throw something in the bin, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah." So. I think she means the condom. So I chuck the, it is tied up. I mean, there's nothing going to be getting out of it. And God. then she absolutely freaks at the fact that it's the condom, thinking it was I'm actually going to be the tissue. hoying a used condom at her. <laughs> I mean, not many but, men get to say that they've like chucked a used Johnny at Secret Vixen, but just, fine. This is true. But it did, I, I did check, but she'll claim vehemently that, that I didn't, but it, yeah, it's a whole thing. It was. It did, did she catch it? She, she did, but I think. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it was disposed. So of once for, you participated in, in the group sports, yeah, <laughs> throw the condom to each other. So then uh, we all sort of made our way down to the the wet area. Not long after that, oh, it was really, really, really hot. And it was it was hot. But we it had was, to go and get some air, didn't some we? air, and uh, cleaned up, and some drinks, and just generally sort of chill out. Though why we decided to chill out on a hot tub. I mean, at this point, I think, you know, because this was our second night out in a row, it was quite late. Mm. It was really steamy and warm. It was kind of dark in there. And we all jumped in the hot tub. And I think we were all sort of starting to to fall asleep, possibly with the exception of me, because... Definitely with the exception of you, you were absolutely, oh, we could start something else. I was like, don't you fucking dare. It's late and we're dead. So pack it in. Okay. And, that, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So that was kind of the... The first night that we wanted to talk about, I think for me that the really interesting bit was it was it was really nice to be in that in that room all together as a group. I think your sort of experience of people watching has certainly sort of triggered something that's mm-hmm. that's made you think about it. It might be something that you want to explore, perhaps lightly in the future. Maybe, maybe. Don't worry, we'll get your OnlyFans sorted out pretty soon. Ah, no, we knew that's a lie. <laughs> we both know it's a lie. <laughs> You have not, not the effort in you and I have not the, the want in me. So <laughs> it's not going to be a good combo. I mean, we can barely There's squeeze it. There's no want it. and no effort. Yeah, we can barely squeeze a podcast out every <laughs> every two weeks. So, that, that you know, getting some video content done is far beyond us. We'll be barely fans. <laughs> <laughs> a new offshoot of OnlyFans. That'd be Wookiee fans. But that's a different thing altogether. So that was the, the Saturday night, which is one of two nights that we wanted to talk to you about. Hmm. Now, the second night. Oh, yeah. Well, second day. day is something that we wanted to talk about, which was our sort of Sunday afternoon at Fata Morgana. Yes. Now, if you don't know, we we talked about it in the last episode, and if you've not heard the last episode, you know, don't go back. Make, and, don't work for them. Make them go and listen to it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm joking. So, yes. Fata Morgana, yes. we arrived there, just gone two o'clock in the afternoon for what was supposed to be a pool party. Yes. And we all chilled out in, in the, what we say all. So four of us chilled out in the pool <laughs> and four of you decided that you were going to sit on the sun loungers. Like because, sensible people. Like sensible people because the pool was like minus three degrees or something yes. stupid like that. I didn't even put my hand in it. Was it really cold? It was penis shrivelingly freezing. <laughs> it was absolutely chill. At certain points when the sun came out and it was because the sun wasn't always out, 
it it warmed up a little bit and it was quite pleasant if you were sort of did the half in half out thing but actually if you if you didn't move for very much and you didn't you know and you you sort of didn't think about it the cold could creep up on you but the good thing i suppose not so much in hindsight perhaps was that being in the pool and not getting out because you don't want to get out and get back in because it'll be even worse but that people were bringing us drinks or bringing me drinks including the infamous negronis that um Max and Secret Vixen were making. Those Negronis. So I think it's safe to say that throughout the course of the day, I was starting to get perhaps a little bit tipsy. You think? I just a little think bit. So. Just a little bit. I mean, I wasn't completely slurringly blottoed, <laughs> certainly at this stage, but I was certainly well on my way to having a happy, merry old time. <laughs> Is that fair? I think that's fair. Uh, that's very fair. The other thing um, is probably worth noting from my, for my benefit is when we got there, we, we had something to eat, but not very much. Or well, I didn't have very much to eat because there wasn't much I could eat. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things about clubs in, in the Netherlands is that when you purchase your ticket, you get your drinks and your food included. Which is lovely. Which is great. I really like that. However, it's less good if you're having to cater for a, you know, a, a gluten intolerance or a celiac yeah. diet or, you know, or avoid certain things. So we got there for, for what would have been like a later lunch. And actually, yeah. there really wasn't very much other than some salad and some ice cream that you could eat. <laughs> That's a really weird combo. Well, not, not on the same plate, of course. Well, no, I'm but I ended monster. up having a very small amount of salad because that was safe. And then two scoops of ice cream. And that was my lot. I couldn't really have anything else. And I think because of the previous night, yeah, you'd actually had a bit of a gluten attack where you'd eaten some... A mini one. A mini one where yeah. you'd had some stew or something that clearly had had some thickening agent in yeah. it. You were reticent. I didn't want to risk it. You didn't no. want to risk it. So you kind of avoided some of the stuff that would be ordinarily sort of a bit borderline, like nachos and stuff where you're not yeah, sure. Yeah, but the rest of it was pasta, which was definitely not. <laughs> yeah, definitely not gluten-free. And there wasn't really like any big bits of meat or anything on there that you could have. So you couldn't no. even sort of protein up. No. Because often when you, you know, these sort of places, certainly at uh, Fun for Two, they had like steak and chicken that you could just yeah, chuck on a griddle. And, and you were fine because you know what's been on there and that there's no, no flavourings or anything that are going to upset your tummy. But it did have a nice big sign that said um, there'd be another food service, service-y type thing a bit later in the evening. Yeah, I think it said like <clears> eight <throat> o'clock or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was about like, um, I think from seven to eight roughly, or thereabouts. So anyways, mm. let's let's keep that in the back of our minds as we let's proceed with this. <laughs> I, I, I sense that you're going in for the kill here no. on this conversation slightly. But anyways, so... We, we end up coming inside and going in the bloody great big hot tub, which was amazing. It's, oh, it's really fabulous. warm, really lovely. And we ended up sort of bobbing along in there and chilling out on there and on the beds that are right next to it. Because there's all these giant mm. beds that sort of face it. Yeah. And you can converse between the two. And so I was mm. sort of bobbing around in the hot tub. And then we started chatting to a lovely couple who'd sort of come along because they'd heard that we were coming to, to Fata Morgana. Oh, yeah. And they were really nice. So I was chatting to them and their sort of dynamic certainly seemed to be a little bit more hot wifey. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of, well, spending some time with her, I suppose, to a certain extent. Is that fair? Oh, that's very fair. What more would you like me to say on that front, dear? <laughs> Every time I looked up, you were indeed bobbing along. <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point, because we, we were talking a lot about Star Trek, which is one of my nerdy passions. Uh-huh. And it was really fun just chatting to them about Star Trek and stuff. Yeah. And at one point she was sat in my lap, then at yeah. another point she was making out with me. What, what part of Star Trek was that covering, sorry? That was uh, First Contact. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm so pleased with this. Yeah. Um, did you engage? Uh, yes, I did engage. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not do a number one in the pool. <laughs> you right there. <clears throat> Would you say you were Picard? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So... I think I think what what I was starting to sort of recognize that I was really sort of enjoying enjoying that company but actually that that we hadn't really discussed anything about this. Oh no. I know. And I think we'd kind of I just kind of kind of got carried away with the moment which is a a thing that may pop up in in a minute as well when I explain right. the next sort of thing yeah. that happened. So they were lovely, really friendly, <laughs> but actually I could sense that I was being called back to spend some time with my <laughs> wife. Oh, hello. It's me. <laughs> I remember Sorry you. to be so bothersome. <laughs> I'm here. 
Well, it's important to state. So our dynamic isn't that <laughs> isn't that we go and do separate things. No. Which I think, you know, I think we've kind of pushed the edge on that sometimes. Yeah, and that's fine. There's nothing which, wrong with comfortably exploring and pushing that boundary as long as we're in agreement and we talk about it. Yes. And this but, was not the time to do that. And it certainly wasn't the case where we were going to do that. <laughs> no. However, I was having a perfectly lovely time. <clears throat> nothing, nothing naughty was going on. I was just um, lazing around on one of the kind of beds that were next to the, the hot tub. And I was just lazing around with Secret Vixen and Secret Stag, who was in and out of a hot tub, to be fair, because he he's always in a bloody hot tub. Well, he likes hot tubs and, and, and Star getting Trek. getting yeah, so was it was a p- pure good combo yeah, for him. Yeah, he was he was struggling with two, and I was also chatting away to Max and Mabel, who were on the big, and it was a really really big bed. It was kind of like all around the perimeter of the hot tub, so you could just like lie around on there, and there's like big cushions. That and... bed was bigger than the room we were in the previous oh, night. Yeah. <laughs> it was like twice the size of that room. It was huge. Um, it was really really lovely. We were just like lying around with like towels, like kind of like a, a spa, really. Like um, like when you just got out of a hot tub and were laying around in dressing gowns and towels. Uh, and it was really, really chilled. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I really needed this, this downtime, this like relaxation. And we were just chatting for a couple of hours about, well, everything, just, just idling away the time together, having drinks and just chatting. There was no funny business, but occasionally I'd look up and be like, oh yeah. I see what he's doing over there. Throughout this time, though, I do recall that Mabel was bringing drinks to the oh, yeah. side of the, the pool. Very attentive Not that host. I'm blaming her at all. Mm. What, did she have a phrase? I think it was like... Sippies. Sippies. There we go. She treats us like a load of little dolphins. Um, and it was almost like she'd call us over and be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and she'd go, sippies. <laughs> and we'd all line up like little little dolphins and she'd like give us all a straw. <laughs> it was quite amusing. Um, yeah, so she carried on just popping off and getting drinks every now and then. Uh, however, I also drank loads of water because I was lying around on this bed and, you know, I was also being, I was quite hot in this humid environment. So I kept thinking, oh, I'm just going to top up on water as well. So I think I was probably way less along that drunken curve than you were. <laughs> well, I think so. I'd had the super drinks prepared for me earlier mm-hmm. and had the sippy drinks. And also that moment when you get into a hot tub and you've had a few drinks, it kind of goes to your head a bit, doesn't it? It kind of exasperates the problem. So I don't think drinking water would have particularly... Might have helped a little <laughs> might bit. Might have helped a little bit. But for I, science, yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> stopping and getting out and drinking some water probably would have been... <laughs> A better solution than than not drinking the water. Alas, you didn't. Alas, I didn't. Anyway, I finally make my way back to you. Yeah. And the bed. And it's lovely. Everyone's chilled out. It's really cool. Everyone's in a happy space. Yeah, everything was great. Yeah. It was a, a big bunch of people next to us, um, most of which I think we kind of knew who they were, but we, um, we they weren't kind of part of the, the, the sort of other little group because we were chatting about stuff. But they were next to us and that was all lovely and they all started playing amongst themselves. And then and then the, the, the sort of four, I say four, kind of six of us just kind of things started happening again on yeah. our side of the bed. So I think from memory, um, me and Secret Vixen were lying around on one bit and then you and Secret Stag were kind of there as well. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yeah, and things just started getting a bit naughty again. So I think, so Secret Vixen and I started having a bit of a conversation. Yes, that was it. And one of the things is that she'd never actually gone down on you before. No. So, you know, pure circumstance, I guess. But I suggest, well, now would be an absolute opportunity to remedy this this situation. <laughs> and what was going through your head when you decided to say that? Escalation. Just, ah, just purely was, was, wanting to escalate. We're not wanting to escalate, actually. It was a really wonderful conversation, and it, but it was also tinged with that level of naughtiness that I'm like, this is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I am the whisperer at this point. <laughs> and, and I think we were just sort of just giggling along and just kind of being kind of playful with stuff. Yeah. And so I, I suggested that. But also I sort of decided that I was going to show Secret Vixen at you know, sort of how I do it with you. Mm. And we were both going to sort of do it together for a period. Mm. How, yeah. did, how did that go? It was bloody brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how terrible. Two people going down on you at once. Oh, I know. Shocking. <laughs> how awful. Well, I was surprised. And, you know, as, as much as, 
you know, me and Secret Vixen have played together in the past, it's always been in our group setting. And I've always been very clear that I'm very, 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 very bisexual. I'm very into ladies, but I always, I never assume that someone else has the same level of interest as me. Mm. And I wouldn't ever expect someone to do anything, you know, just, just to either because they think that's what they want or because they're trying to please somebody. And so I'm always so nervous, I think, or cautious. And I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you you don't have to do that. It's fine. I wouldn't expect anyone to go down on me if they weren't sure, you know. But anyway, as it happens, everything was fine. (laughs) And you were both just cracking on. I thought, okay, cool, if you're both happy. And it was really, really nice. It is, um, you were kind of whispering bits to her and then you were showing her yourself and then she was doing what you were doing and I was like oh this is great um I didn't actually climax okay there was a lot going on (laughs) but it was really hot and I think in a in a more private setting I think that would have been even more hot oh I see yeah and then what happened here hmm what happened next let's see so then I think oh I was actually doing lots of kissing as well this point with Secret Vixen once she came back up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she said very nice things to me afterwards. Okay. Which was very, very sweet. And she, uh, she was really, she went out of her way to kind of reassure me that I have no need to be so hung up on things, you know, about, about how I look and things and how I feel I look. Okay. So it was really, anyway, that was really sweet. I really enjoyed it. Anyways. And then, and then it was, Getting to the point where I think you and Secret Vixen had this, you went away again, for having a little kissing. By away, I think we, we just were... Just towards the end of the bed, you were still inside. Yeah. But I, you were just kind of, I couldn't hear what you were saying, is what I meant. You were out of my earshot. So you were having a little conversation. We were having together. a little conversation. I think, I think we wanted to escalate things. Right. And we didn't really want to do that on the bed. Mm-hmm. That was there. I think we wanted to go to a separate room and and play. Okay. So do it all together. All together. So we 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 tell you in secret stag that this is kind of what we're we're planning on. <laughs> and I think I think at this stage you were probably a little bit incredulous about it given the time. <laughs> but I was a bit intoxicated. I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And also I was like, hey, we're going to go and do the naughty thing now so this is great this is an adventure off we go and it's a different room and those rooms are really exciting and they're really cool and all this sort of stuff and in my head I'm thinking yay playtime playtime like more playtime this is great (laughs) what I didn't really pick up on I think is fair to say is one how hungry you were right I mean we can come back because I don't think you know we Mm -hmm. may have had that conversation but it wasn't as strong as perhaps (laughs) I needed it to be I think we didn't really have a conversation between ourselves. I think it was just no. whisked along for the for the ride of it. It was a kind of like, we've decided this now, come with us. Yeah. I think it it was, felt like that. It, it, I think it was a bit of that. I think mm. we got, uh, certainly I got a bit carried away with the moment. It's like, yeah, let's do this. It's going to be great. We can do this. We can put on a show for you and Secret Stag and it's going to be great and all of this kind of stuff, which seems like a great idea mm-hmm. when you when you are eight pints of Negroni or whatever it is down <laughs> and you're feeling sexy and you've been in this great environment. And so off we go trot to this, to this room. Did you know what time it was at that point? No, I had no idea what time it was. I honestly felt it was like five, six o'clock in the evening. I had no concept of time whatsoever mm. and no one had actually mentioned the time to me that I can recall. Did you see the big clock? No. Okay, cool. No. <laughs> there was a big clock. <laughs> Right over the hot tub. Because, I, I mean, I probably would have taken my glasses off being in the hot tub. Uh, true. So true. chances of me being able to clearly see it, that's my excuse. <laughs> it was steamy. Who knows? I probably wasn't that aware of it. But what I should have sensed is that you hadn't eaten. Because I. the thing is with, with eating is that I, I can go without food for a period and last a lot longer without eating, particularly if I'm driven to go and do naughty things. Mm. Or if you'd eaten more lunchtime. If I'd eaten more lunchtime, <laughs> yes. But genu- generally, you don't cope very well if you've not eaten at a regular point in time and you've had a substantial amount of, I say substantial, but the right amount of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. So we go to the room and I think it descends into this 
bit of a, a, a Secret <clears throat> Vixen and Mr. H show. And you and Secret Stag sort of sit on a bench and sort of watch for a bit. And it goes on and it goes on. <laughs> and I mean, it's incredibly hot. I'm really enjoying myself. It's really sexy. Good, good. I, but I think it's fair to say that I am lost in the moment. Mm. And I have no real concept of time, generally anyway, but actually I do. I'm, time is a real stickler for me most of the time. I know, right? But but not when I'm drunk. But not apparently. when it's no, your, yeah. your, your fuck show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it descended into a bit of a, a bit of a show. Now, what I didn't really pick up on was how annoyed you were because you were hungry, because the place was about to close and because I was just taking too long in general and sort of being a bit indulgent with the whole thing. Yeah. Do you now, know how long you were actually having your I am fuck show? Um, I, <laughs> so it, if, if I think about it, I think it was probably about 45 minutes, but oh, you seem to think it's like two babe. hours. It was about two hours. I see. I don't think it was. <laughs> but it really was. It really, really, really was. Do you know how I know that? Because because you looked at the big clock. Because I, I looked at the big clock before we started. Then I looked at the big clock when they were mopping the floor outside the room. Okay. And it was 10 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So I'm both ashamed and <laughs> proud at the same time. I can time. laugh now. I, yes, you, you can laugh now. But at <clears> the time. At the time I was at well, less than I think amused. at one point you, you left the room to see if oh, you could go find some, I left twice. some food and to see what was going on. Yeah. And then you sort of came, came back, back. And went. The food is gone. Yes. And the food has gone. <laughs> and at a certain point, I I did stop and recognised that I was in trouble. Mm. Purely because I could sense it <laughs> from the way that your teeth were grinding. <laughs> <laughs> was it because that, that lovely opulent warm room suddenly turned into Narnia when I entered the room again? Yes. Do you know what time it is? Yes. There was um there was there was a <laughs> level of that. I think, you know, I, I think looking back, I was just really carried away in the moment. I was, and I think this is something that, that we can probably talk about is kind of that, how much attention and sort of give, do you give to your play partners? Yeah. How much do you lose yourself to that moment without forgetting that your partner exists? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's what we had a really good chat about the next day. And, you know, I have to, I have to add that we, Absolutely are fine, were fine, resolved it. We, all is well. It really is. And, you know, I love you dearly. I was really cross in the moment because, mainly because of the hunger. Had I not been so hungry and it was just a case of the time making a fool of us kind of thing, um, I would have probably been less angry, I think, I think, because I was feeling so ropey by that point. The path should have gone at the point where I suggested going to the room, we should, what we should have said is we're going to go back, grab some food and then go back to yeah, the hotel I would have been totally and okay carry with that. that on because Absolutely I think fine. the timing wouldn't have been problematic. No, not at all. But, but as a result of you being hungry and as a result of me being sort of drunk and carrying on for ages mm. it, and then being not left at the club, but being pretty much the last people in the club. We were the last ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we were the exact uh, last ones, we but were we were close pretty to. pretty much in the top five, I think. In the last yeah. five, bottom five, yeah. to, to they leave. They were mopping the floor as we were leaving. Well, <laughs> I was like, okay, I, bye. I think, but it's really important. I want, I want to stress that I had a really fun time with Secret Vixen. Um and that was, it was really sexy, but also I really recognised that, that I got lost in that moment. And it's, it's a really difficult one because I think often I feel like I can't or I don't sort of give in fully to the part, play partners that we have. Because there is a, a moment of connection that we have, that we mm -hmm. share, that I don't want to lose. Okay. As a result, I, I sometimes feel like we're not kind of totally present within the moment that we're having with our play partners. Do you, do you know what because I mean? Because you're giving your your thing about someone else. Well, yeah, there's a... But surely you should be thinking about someone else because well, well, they're yes, your primary partner. They are your primary partner. But if you're playing with somebody, you want to do the best that you can and enjoy that moment. I and don't disagree. I, I just wonder... That's a difficult one to, to navigate, really, because you always have to have in your mind that your, your partner is surely your number one. Well, they are. But at the same point, if you're playing with somebody, do you not owe it to them to give them the attention? That not at the expense of your 
partner's happiness, I would say. And I don't think I'm saying this at the expense of your partner's no. happiness. I think it's the point at which mentally do you do you draw back from that experience? And I know there's been times when you've been playing with people where I probably didn't exist for a moment or two for you. Is that fair? There's, there's certainly yeah. been times when you've been playing and you're lost in the moment. And certainly, for example, on at the time where we had one of our sort of worst meets that we've spoken about previously <laughs> and and you were there forever and a day doing this thing and totally oblivious to what was going on with me. And kind of that situation a little bit. I remember the one you're on about. Yeah. Um, but I think because at the time I I think I I thought you were okay because I misunderstood but or I, misread your but, signals uh, but at the time. Equally I'd say that that night, not that I'm justifying the, the Sunday evening or whatever, but I'm I thought you were okay. I thought you were right because you're with me. You're present in the room. Uh-huh. If you want to join in, you'll join in. If you know, if you want something, you'll say. So I kind of yeah. lost myself in that moment. And it's not often that I do lose myself in a moment like that. And I, I think, you know, there's some occasions where you do that. And I don't think you do. anyone ever does it to hurt their partner. No. But I think there is a, there is a, thing around how much you give your play partners and and where that line is before you sort of pull yourself back and go, oh, they're over there. I should <laughs> remember them. And is it during, is it, you know, all the way constantly through mm. your, your play experience? Or is it when you get to the end and you come up for around and you go, hey, it's you. Oh, you're great, aren't you? I love you. Because is what what is the line? Do you see what I, I, I do. I think this is an interesting one, though, because... When you're playing with somebody, do you, do you not, is part of your pleasure not to see their pleasure as well, maybe? But when you're playing with somebody, mm. well, yeah, and this is what I'm saying. It's not about, it, it's, it's more about how much of your actual real partner do you sort of dismiss in your head when you're playing with somebody else? How much focus do you give to your play partner Versus the strings, if that's what it is, the invisible links to your real life partner. Do you? Yeah. So I think maybe when you first start out with all this, I think there's probably more of a concerted effort to keep those links really strong. Like you might reach for your partner's hand or yeah. you might want to make eye contact with them when you're playing with your other partner. And all those things kind of play across your mind, I think, a lot a lot more sharp focused because you are you don't want them to to think or feel like they're left out. And I think when we had the initial conversations about playing with other people, one of my biggest fears, and I think probably one of your biggest fears at a time was what if you find you're into someone more than you are into me? And it's certainly something that I think a lot of couples must ask themselves when going into play situations. They might be, oh my God, but what if, what if you end up forming an attachment or an emotional connection to your your partner that I then become wary of or jealous of. I'm not saying that's happened in this particular example, but what you're kind of saying is I gave myself totally to that moment. And I think that's the first time I think you've, you've openly admitted that that's kind of what was happening. Yeah, I think, well, no, I've, I've, we've talked about this a lot and I think it is about being lost in that moment. Hmm. And I think there's, there's times throughout the course of our sort of so of our conversations, for example, where we've talked about, I don't know, it's a separate room play. Right. Now, how how do you keep the strings to your partner when you're by yourself with somebody else? Can't like hold a hand outside the yeah, door. Because there's, <laughs> because what, what we've often talked about is the physical representation of yeah. those links rather than the emotional connections because who knows what's going on inside of each of our heads at any given moment. Right. And I suppose if you asked a more hot wifey couple what they do, then they might use technology or um, FaceTiming or taking pictures and sending it to one another, that kind of, those kind of links, so the links are still there. But the interesting bit talking about hot wife couples is often they want their wives, for example, the husbands want their wives to have that lost in the moment. But they also don't want, they don't want to lose their wife. <laughs> right. And this, again, it's a really fine line because we've also t- heard people talk about, but you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, fly casual, Chewy. You're like, don't, don't do it too much because I don't want to lose yeah. you, but you need to find a way to still keep me there 
whether that be sending me X amount of pictures or FaceTime me X number of times. But if you don't do it enough, then it, the moment's lost and yeah. I'm going to feel jealous and worried and hurt. And so, in the same way, in this particular scenario, in that particular room at night, I don't think I was particularly, I don't think I was particularly annoyed that you were, you were lost in a moment. Although I could see you were actually in hindsight. I think I was more, I think I was more upset because you failed to notice my emotion. Yeah. Maybe in that time. And I'm, I'm really happy that you, you were so connected with someone that you did have a chance to be lost in that moment. And that's all great. But I think I was more upset that, yes, I was, I was feeling not great. I was getting really cross. I was, I was giving you clear signals about X, Y, and Z, and you were failing to notice that. And I think that's what probably hurt me more. I, I, and I agree. And, yeah. you know, and we've talked about this a but lot. But I think that's that whole perfect storm like we talked about with the alcohol and the heat yeah, and the tiredness. I, and the, I think, you know, in hindsight, like I said, I think the thing to do would have been for us to have a conversation before we went yeah, to the room. Yeah, totally. Um, but we didn't do that for whatever no. reason. And and I think probably because you thought, ah, it's only going to be five minutes and he'll be back. Do you know what I actually did? I actually thought when you went off to the room initially, I was like, oh, okay. Actually, I'm okay with this because although it's not ideal timing, I think this will be fine because we'll be there and it's all going to, we just want to go to the private room so we can all finish in yeah. a nice way. But <laughs> I, I think, but the reality is was. I have no concept of time from that, that, that day and night. It just, and I think part of it is, is being in the club during the day. I think that, that was a bit of a weird God, one. It was like casino time. It was. It was Once you were like inside, you had artificial no... Artificial air or whatever it was. I yeah, don't know. Because I, I have no idea what time we actually went inside in the first place. Mm. The fact that we were there at two o'clock, which was a strange sort of time in the afternoon, my internal body clock, which is normally really fucking good, because <laughs> I... Yeah, and, and normally I'm super aware of when you're going to be hungry and when, when you need a drink and all this sort of stuff. Normally it's pretty good for me. Um, I had no concept of any of this. And I think when you when that was taken away from me and I'm like, oh, we've got a moment that we can yeah. go and like have an adventure, then then that just, all any of remaining stuff of that went out <laughs> the window, but also my ability to pick up on those cues from yourself. And I think because we hadn't had that conversation, that actual discussion about it, I think I was just like, I, honestly, if you, and, and you asked me like, you know, how long did I think we were in there? I would have sworn no more than like, 45 minutes because just time just went like that. And, but that's the problem because mm. you're in a dark place. You've been there all day. You've been drinking and your, your, your ability to, to go through these things properly is, is not there, but you know, it's, it's been one that we've talked about as you might imagine gentle listener quite yeah, a yeah, bit. Totally. But it's and, important to talk about it. And you know, I think we, we resolved it pretty rapidly. Um, and I, I needed to get some food. And then when we left the club, we had a, another, painful experience trying to find me food. Well, we went went out and into the <laughs> deepest, darkest depths of Netherlands and found you a Burger King with the uh, shittiest server known to man. Terrible. However, we did manage to get you food, which was the, the did, important thing. We did. I think there is something in that conversation though around how much how much do you lose yourself and your partners? And I'm really interested to hear what listeners have to say about it. Like how much do you accept that that the playtime is the playtime, and mm. that you know it's it's almost like okay, you've got your your moment that you can throw at, a, yeah. Particularly if you play separately, that you throw at the situation, and then when you return, you're you're back to your partner. Or is it that you you have these mental links all the way through? Do you ever fully give yourself to somebody else? Is that a thing that happens? I mean, it's because it's certainly not felt as though there's been many occasions where I've really felt like I'm truly lost in that moment right and i think you know that that it'll be interesting to see what what other people have kind of experienced in that that particular dynamic yeah i think that is an interesting one and i think as i said the the worry i think from for me would be at what point do you reveal how much you want to get lost in a moment at the risk of losing that connection with your your primary partner but is it necessarily a risk? Because you're not doing necessarily anything massively different other than allowing yourself to enjoy that moment. Because that's I mean, all, no, it, all I, it really I is. That. 
And for you to, for, for example, for you to be able to actually get there, for you to come, you have to donate a, a large chunk of mental, mental capacity and, <laughs> you know, and a bit of a process to get there, right? You make it sound like I lose brain cells when I come. <laughs> <laughs> well, the oh, banging no. your head on the table afterwards probably explains that. Are you counting that. again, dear? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think there is a there is something in that, in that you do have to give a piece of yourself yeah, no, I, to, to be I able to, to get I have to disconnect from to, reality yeah. to some extent, yes. Yeah, and go back to all that tentacle porn that's stored in your head, Otherwise, your head hard drive. If, if I allow myself to be distracted by what's around me, Marie, what's around me, and I get myself all sort of, no, I can't focus, and then I have to start again, and then I worry. And so you're right, I, have, I don't have the emotional bandwidth in my head to, to, to do that if I'm still thinking about something else. So I do know there has to be a level of disconnect yeah. on some level. I get that completely. But I think... I think it just needs to proceed with caution, maybe. What I'm not if saying, If you're going though, to have those discussions around how much do I want you to go into this? Well, I think what, what I'm not saying is that I've lost myself in love or that I'm loving, you know, <laughs> a partner or, you know. Right. Not, not to say that we, we don't love Secret Stag and Secret Vixen, mm. you know, as we do, but but I'm not in love with them. Right. I think that's that's a real difference. Yeah, and I'm I'm not suggesting that's what I want from a play session. Indeed, that I'd want this for any you know for every particular play session. But it is a consideration of how much do you lose yourself in that that connection whilst it's happening because it ultimately is. I mean, you can argue it's just connected sex, I suppose. Mm. But then we've talked in the past about that whole line of you know polyamory and polylight and that kind of. And I think what we've had with with some couples definitely is more than just sex, more than just group sex, because yeah. essentially that's what swinging is, isn't it? Is is having group sex or sex with other people? Yeah. So, and I think what we've shared with some people is definitely more. But how far along that kind of spectrum do you go into the realms of you know relationships and emotion and polyamorous? But- but that, you are taking that to a, a another level again. Of course. What, what I'm talking you're, about is just... You're, you're straying into it a little bit, though, at some point. I'm not sure that I am. I'm sh- I'm not sure. I'm, is it that I've just been ultra cautious about letting myself enjoy something too much? But haven't you said in the past that in order to enjoy something to a level that you do, you have to have a bit of an emotional connection to do, do that? I think you do. Like, I mean, could you lose yourself in a moment with someone you you met for the first time and then had sex with? Probably, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're losing your wallet. <laughs> you're getting confused, babe. <laughs> how much? How much can you emotionally or physically give yourself to a moment on that level if you've it, only just met someone? I think there is there is always... Does there a, not have to be some level of emotional connection for that to happen? I think there needs to be a level of connection. How much emotional connection there needs to be, I don't know. But I don't... Honestly, I don't know because this isn't something that I've gone about throwing myself into with Wild Abandon with every mm. partner that I've had. And I think it was just a rare moment where I lost myself in that that space and it might have just been pure circumstance that's caused that moment. But it is an interesting one about how much you apply that to other people and how much you, how quickly you could develop that connection or whether you develop mm. that connection with just anybody. Is it that it's that it's simply a case of whether you let yourself go and sort of not worry about your partner? Because that's all it really is, I suppose, to a certain extent. Mm. And 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 the test, I suppose, is whether whether they're there at the end of the point where you wake up and come round again. Oh no, they've left. <laughs> well, no, no, not so much whether they're physically there. Oh no, she's I'll... returned with a shoe. Why is she throwing it at me? <laughs> exactly. But it's that you know, <laughs> is the connection still there? Yeah. And I've found that the connection is always one hundred percent there, and and the connection was absolutely there when when I opened my eyes at that point because um you were there, stood there like you were about <laughs> to smash my fucking head in. <laughs> Do you know what I'd done in that time when I, I left the room I, a second time? I left room a second time. First time I went round, did a circuit, looked for, I don't know, just looked for signs of food. There were none. It was all gone. Um, 
several people kindly broke the news to me. I was like, okay, went and cried. Cool. Went back up to the room. Still going. Brilliant. I'm going to leave the room again. So I did. And I announced it. I was like, I'm leaving the room now. <laughs> so I left the room again. <laughs> went downstairs. And I gathered all our stuff. I gathered all our, our swing bag, our clothes, which had all fallen behind the bloody bed and swearing away, like picking it all up. And people were around me going, oh my God, are you okay? Do you know the food's gone? I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> the only it was we had snacks in the, the swing bag. Well, where? What? What I'm, were they? I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Although I think from now on, I am going to have to carry something in, in the swing I, bag. We did at one point carry some. We have, we have done before. And long gone. we... We did have um, some food in there, which were your little snacks, but I think they we were consumed before that point. So yeah, gathered all the stuff, went back up to the room, found you there, poised again, mid mid condom putting on. I was like, fuck my life. <laughs> 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 Glared at you a few times and then, yeah. <laughs> well, I am sorry. You know I that know. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, we talk about this lot, lots of times and it's nice to be able to joke about it. Of course. Um, because it has created some wonderfully hilarious memories. Really has. But it also has given us food for thought. So, Food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, the, the irony is, right? It gets so deep, your, Mr. H. <laughs> your chief principal source of food is normally is you, me. Is me. And you were fucking busy. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> I did try go and gather food myself. I know you did. Resourceful, but no. I, and I'm sorry, but that, hence why I was able to struggle out and to find you some Burger King in the middle of the night, <laughs> which, you know, was better well, than that nothing. poor Uber driver, I don't know what he must have thought. We all piled in there and I was, I was like, I don't know, ready to stab someone in the back. <laughs> and then the rest of you were just looking at me like, is she okay? Do we talk to her? What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think so. There's definitely some stuff that we've we've learned in in, in this whole process and conversation. Hopefully, yeah. but hopefully, there's been some things that you can talk about as well, gentle listener. So, mm. what I'd really like to know is if you know how much do you give yourselves to your play partners? What what is the line for you? Is there a, is there a mental line, or have you always just given them everything, and then when you open your eyes or whatever, it's back to your partner? Is that the thing that's there? And does that mean that you know that we've all been doing it differently? Who knows? But yeah. write in send us a message whatever you like audio message send us an audio book if you fancy why not or an owl no one's sent me an owl yet no no that's because they they've got no way of getting in and even if they did noodles would probably kill it they're magic babe are they it's wizarding magic okay he's a dark time <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh wander away from that one yeah. uh see how that joke's dithered in Oh my god! <laughs> we, we better no, because you're just going to go off and the whole Harry Potter pun thing, and we haven't no. No. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So get in touch. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some more announcements about what we've got coming up and some exciting guests as well in a future episode edition. Mm. I keep wanting to say edition. I don't know what that's about. Like a smash hits. Or smash hits edition. Yeah, the Christmas annual. <laughs> Bumper edition. <laughs> Maybe me thinking back to the days when you used to buy like comics and they'd come with a free toy each week you mean like now like when i still buy comics <laughs> and they probably still come with a toy each week <laughs> maybe maybe okay well thanks very much for listening mrs h do you want to do your thing well thank you for hopping into our bed Jesus Christ, I can't do that. You can't just like... Come on, where's the joke? No, you promised joke I of the didn't week. Jo I did not. Yes, you did. Joke, joke, no, joke, joke. You can't do that. You can't do that to someone. You joke, joke, I've joke. I've got prima joke ejaculation. I can't do it. You've <laughs> got stage fright. Why have you got stage fright? Because you've just literally announced it. Well, I thought, I, I thought you'd prepared I a joke. I didn't have a litany of jokes at my immediate mind disposal. All right. So you got to do the chicken impression. No. Ooh. You're being foul. <laughs> you deserve that. No cluck off. <laughs> that joke was excellent. <laughs> oh, come on. Enough is enough. <laughs>